Hey friends, welcome to the Johnson City Living Podcast, where we learn about the people, places, events, and flavors that make Johnson City a lovely place to live. I'm your host, Colin Johnson, with the Colin and Carly Group and Keller Williams Realty. It is a gorgeous fall day. It's crisp air, leaves are flying around, fallergies are in the air, everybody's got a little sniffle or something, it seems like. So, um, But with that being said, it is probably the... Uh, everybody around says it's the best time of the year in Johnson City because it's the Lord's really showing off with his colors. And he's showing off to me with my friends and how they're supporting the podcast, loving it. And I am super excited to share one of my friends with you guys. His name is Gary Ellis. He is a husband, first of all, father, believer, friend, and he is a coffee roaster now, which is pretty awesome. So I'm excited for you guys to get to know Gary Ellis. Welcome to the podcast, Gary. How are you doing this morning? Uh, good morning. I'm doing pretty well. How about you? I'm great. And I'm great. I like doing even better because he brought like, if you're on Facebook Live, you can see it right now, but he brought a whole coffee setup. It's like uh, he's a mobile barista almost. <laughs> and so I'm, <laughs> I'm excited to try some coffee. What'd you bring us this morning? Uh, so this is our uh, roaster's choice. This is the one that I prefer the most. This is the one that I spend the money on the most personally buying from the business. Uh, it is uh, called our range boss. Uh, I've just uh, thought if, hey, if a, uh, if a boss on the ranch came home mm. at, uh, after a long, hard day in the field, this would probably be a cup he'd enjoy. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, from a region in Colombia called Valley del Caca. It mm. is a medium roast, and it has tasting oats of red berries, apple, nutmeg, and honey. And this is one that we always carry in stock. So I make sure to order quite a bit at a time just to make sure we have a lot on hand because uh, this is the one that I've sold the most. Wow. So I just got a little pour of the old Range Boss, and it smells fantastic. It's warm and just cozy feeling, and it tastes delicious. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, and he did bring coffee creamer because he knows I'm— kind of a coffee pansy, but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to just drink it straight. And you say some of your friends just drink it straight. Yeah. Uh, what made me uh, really submit the idea of having this, our main kind of roast that we sell is I've made this in a pour over for a lot of friends when we were doing some testing on our recipes and stuff for the roast. And most often this one was the one that my friends that enjoyed creamer in their coffee generally would say, well, I could just drink this black. This is amazing. Yeah, I love it's delicious. This. It is good. Um, it's got a very good body to it. Uh, it sets well on the tongue. It's very low in acidity. So uh, for most po folks, they don't like the pungentness mm -hmm. of a uh, lighter roast that's going to have a little more acidicness and some citrusy notes. But this one's very mellow. And it's, it's just an smart. all around yeah. good coffee. I really it like good. it a lot. Yeah, it is a good Good range boss sipper. Yeah. That could be good. Okay. So it doesn't put hair on your chest. So <laughs> you don't have to worry about drinking it, ladies. That's <laughs> all right. So um, tell the audience a little bit. One, Johnson City Living. I always ask this question What's your favorite part about Johnson City? What's the favorite thing, part, place? Mm, probably flavor? my favorite part. Uh, I grew up in Bristol, uh, out near South Holston Lake. Yep. Lived here my entire life. Moved away for a little bit and um, with some family, we ended up moving back. But I have been all over the U.S. and I always love this place. In fact, I'm one of those folks, I go to the beach and it's about three days in and I'm longing for the mountains mm -hmm. again. So mm -hmm. yeah, every time we come back from the beach, it, like once you hit kind of that Asheville, you're looking at the mountains yes. coming up the hill, you're like, I'm home, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And especially I have to agree this time of year is my all time favorite. You know, I do enjoy coffee quite a bit, um, mm -hmm. but it, it's just nice to come home and like in the evenings, it's cool enough to enjoy a coffee and some campfire in the backyard. And a flannel or shirt. Like yeah. Flannel 
flannel shirts. I you've been waiting all year to put on your flannel. Flannel is my favorite color. That's what I tell people. It's my favorite color. Um, <laughs> it looks good on you. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so and from this area, uh, probably one of the best things I love just in general about the Tri Cities area and even Johnson City. Johnson City is really starting to tap into it. It's just the history. Mm. We have an amazing area. I, I recently, uh, earlier this year, went to the Country Music Museum in Bristol. Yeah, and I was absolutely just blown away at just how uh, much uh, how how much the music scene in Tennessee changed just because of the Bristol sessions and Johnson City actually had its own little Bristol sessions yeah, uh, too know. which I learned when I was down there so I would say the history and obviously um, just the outdoors aspects mm-hmm. like you're just a short drive from anything exciting whether it be paddle boarding kayaking hunting fishing hiking you know frisbee golf like whatever whatever you like to do outside there is somewhere exciting to go do it here in this area and it's just wonderful and the culture i've met so many people that have moved here recently and the number one thing that people say about johnson city or just this area in general is people are so nice yeah and it's great and that's great for me as a business owner because i'm like hey that means most of my customers are going to be pretty easy to deal with be nice yeah that's right that's right i tell people jokingly but not really jokingly. I say, if you're a jerk, just keep driving. You can move, you can move somewhere else. Just don't move to Johnson city. We like, cause we have a great culture here. People are super sweet and we want to continue to cultivate that. And I so, just uh, recently read a story of a guy that owns a coffee shop. Uh, I forget where it was at. It was one of the bigger cities, mm-hmm. uh, but he put up a sign in his coffee shop. It says, if you're rude, you pay double for your drink. Ooh, I so, like that. That's, uh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> you, should, you can adopt that. I'm sure he won't mind. One of my friends, <laughs> He is, his son um, has a place in Telluride, and they went to visit him, and he said, um, the locals wear a shirt that says, Telluride sucks. Go tell your friends and family, like on the back, because like, <laughs> they want to protect it as well. So, yeah. All right. So, you didn't grow up being a coffee roaster. You didn't. Juan Valdez is not your dad, I don't think, right? No, no, so no, no. What we didn't, led we don't come you from... into the coffee biz? Um, drinking coffee? Snowy? Well, we've, we've got it listed on our website, which is out at postroastersjc.com. Uh, um, coffee was kind of a staple growing up. I have all of these, these great memories about coffee. I can still it vividly in my head. Remember the sound of my dad getting up every morning at 5 a.m., turning the coffee pot on. Mm. I remember what it sounded like pouring the the uh, coffee yeah. in his Stanley thermos and then the the squeak that it made when he tightened the lid down, oh, yeah. and the rattle, the you know, coffee cups, and just the smell of it. Um, you know, my, my dad and grandfather, they loved to go out and we used to do fishing trips together and we just so many memories sitting around the campfire after a long day of fishing and just hanging out. And so I just realized that people make memories with tactile goods. Mm. And so whenever you are reminded of something, it's usually a smell or Mm -hmm. the way something looks or it feels. Mm -hmm. And I want to, I wanted to get into business with a product that something where a passion and something that I that I love kind of intersected, and w- along with some memories. And I, I, what I really want to do is create a product that helps people create memories. Yeah. And I feel like coffee is probably more of a social piece these days than even alcohol. Like I, when I hear most people yeah. going out, they most people are going out for coffee. Yeah. Um, and I want to be a part of that. I want to. I want my product to be a part of people making memories. And when they think, you know what, Outpost Roasters makes some good coffee and been able to host some friends over and we've made some good memories because of that. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it is true that we, 
get to know people in a deeper way when you're sitting across the table from somebody sipping a little cup of coffee and mm-hmm. you it just kind of opens up your heart and you're, you're you know and so you're like hey let's let's talk about life and and what's going on okay so talk to us about outpost roasters where's where's your store well, we currently do not have retail space. We're e-commerce only. I like it. Um, we're, uh, which I would say uh, sweat equity is in the millions of dollars when it comes to building the website. I had no idea how complicated or, and I used a, I, I could never be a graphic designer. I could tell you that because yeah. I used a template-based system through Square, uh, which made it about as easy as possible. You different. know, like you're creating a document in Word and you've got all these templates. Well, that's kind of how this website builder right. was. But it was every detail, and I kind of learned from previous local businesses in the area that probably aren't with us anymore, but, you, you know, you go to their websites, and it was like they just did it for the sake of doing it, and they didn't put a lot of time into it. And I, I, I realized that, like, most of our business would be through word of mouth and just people checking out our website. So I was like, how do I make this a fun, smooth, seamless experience that uh, is easy for people mm-hmm. because a clunky, um, misdesigned website or mismanaged website really can turn people away. You know, it's like if you had a storefront, you walked in and somebody's about to trip over a pile of junk in the floor, they're probably not going to come back. And so I wanted something that was easy to navigate that was really striking to the eyes. And so we 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 chose uh, colors that went along with the business theme, mm-hmm. you know, the dark browns and tans and greens and things of that nature and so it's a very pleasant color palette but uh we are aiming to have a retail space uh we're at the friction point now to where i'm considering um having to invest some money and buying a bigger roaster Mm. uh, just because the demand um my current roaster right now um his his nickname is the spartan uh because uh (laughs) that little thing uh, just roasts and roasts and roasts and roasts, and it just will not give up. And it's it's not a very expensive one, but man, it is it is a uh, handmade in. Uh, 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 where did that thing come from? Uh, I think it was uh, Vietnam. Okay. I think is where it's made. Um, but my goodness, that thing it just keeps going and going and going. So we are to the point where I'm going to have to consider doing that. And and I, I just roast from our house right now. I've got a little room All and a workstation so for our audience. Cause I'm a coffee novice a sure. little bit, but let's talk about roasting. Like, mm-hmm. so when you, where do you source your coffee? Like you live just down the road from me. Mm-hmm. We don't have coffee plants around us. There's not like you a farmer on the left. Yeah. Like you can't go down to the farmer's market and get sacks of fresh beans that you're going to go roast. So tell us about the start to cup. Process. Yeah. So this is probably one of the most exciting things about coffee. Uh, coffee can only be grown in certain regions around the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of those are going to be uh, some some in the Middle East, Africa, uh, the Asian countries, South America, and Central America. Is it closer to the equator kind of deal? Yeah. So they require very hot climates. And a lot of your really good coffees are going to be grown in high altitudes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you've got the plant itself, which is a tree, and then you've got a cherry that grows on the tree. They call it a coffee cherry. Um, and then the, the actual bean itself is actually the pit of the cherry. Um, so it's, it's really neat. Uh, but when you get that, they, they handpick. So if you're, if you're buying good coffee, you're buying from a farm that handpicks it. You know, most of your commodity coffees like JFG, Maxwell House, things of that nature, because they have to meet such high demand, yeah. they'll actually harvest the whole tree sometimes on the farms that oh. they use, and then they'll have to replant. And so um, so th- it can make the coffee not as good as it normally would be from a smaller family-owned sure. farm that 
spends a lot of time picking it by yeah. hand. So they'll pick it by hand. They'll, um, re- they'll either do, there's all kinds of processes for the drying method. They'll do a honey process. They'll do a sun dry method. They'll do a machine drying method. They'll do I a was water in Guatemala method. and saw a coffee plants and yeah. they were doing the sun dry. They just had it spread out on all yeah, big concrete, concrete pads and they'll just spread mm-hmm. them out and they'll let it dry. But once they dry, they package them up and then we import them. And so and they like, they roll the husk off first or something. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. yeah. The honey process, they let the, uh, the outer skin ferment and so Ooh. which actually can make for a great cup of coffee oh, our yeah. uh, uh our decaf that we have is actually honey processed so or no i'm sorry our rwandan coffee is a honey process and it's very good it's a dark roast um suppose then it gets in a burlap bag or a mylar bag and it gets shipped into the u.s and then yeah. it goes through a broker and a broker ships it to wherever it goes and so when i um part of just uh getting into the business world, I know there can be a lot of unethical things happen. And and my personal conviction is just to honor the Lord with our business and pursue ethical means. And a lot of these coffee uh, farms are in countries where the governments tend to rule a lot of life. And um, for example, Nicaragua, I haven't been able to get coffee from there in a while because the country's so unstable. Um, So when that happens, and that's the problem with coffee, too, is it is in a lot of countries where they're facing stuff like that. And so I want to make sure that when we buy, we're buying from an ethical broker mm. or an importer mm-hmm. that actually cuts the farmers a good deal right. and and gives them uh, adequate money because they work all year long for a harvest. And once they harvest that, if they don't get money, uh, it may impede their harvest for next year because they may not have enough to to uh, go at the net. So that's a, that's a big deal for yeah. me. And when I find a new bean that I want to buy, I spend hours reading about the company. If I'm going through a different broker, reading mm-hmm. about how it's sourced. Sweet Maria's is my favorite because they actually take me from farm to cup. They have pictures of the farm. They tell me about the farm. They tell me about all the drying methods and everything. So I really feel safe ordering from them. I feel like I'm, uh, our money is being spent in a really uh, ethical way. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because those guys do work their tails off. Man. Yeah, it's hard work. Oh, man. Really You're on is. the side of a mountain picking beans and getting mm-hmm. them. And it's what blows me away is that you're probably maybe listening right now and you've got a cup of coffee in your hand and that the Lord provides enough coffee. I mean, you're talking billions of cups of coffee. One of the biggest industries in the world. Every day. Every day. It just It's crazy. Americans wow. consume more coffee per capita than any other country yeah. in the world. Yeah. Um, and the only place in the regional U.S. that can grow coffee is Hawaii. And oh. uh, so la- lava lava rock soil is actually very good for coffee. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, so they do grow some. Uh, Kona is usually, if you see Kona, it's usually from yeah. Hawaii. So. We should probably go on a like a research trip. Yeah, that, yeah. that's that's in the business yeah. plan. Yeah. We've, we've put a budget out for it. So. Okay. Um, well, tell us some, um, like, what's the future of Outpost Roasters? What are you hoping to to get to? So a couple things. Uh, first off, we really want people to appreciate good coffee. Mm-hmm. I really want to take people through that process. We so like just an educational about. process. Yeah, and just might say, be cool to have some videos of you yeah. talking about it on the website, like so that hey, yeah. this is yeah. And you yeah, may already have that on there. We uh, we do have an information section on the website. I'm currently building. There's a few things on there right now, but I really want people to understand the production process. I, I think it's, I can speak because I'm an American, but. Uh, we, we really take for granted those blue jeans we have mm-hmm. or the, all the products that we consume. And we don't realize how many steps go through just to bring that cup. And sure. I really want people to understand, you know, 
these folks are really working hard yeah. to give you a product that you probably take for granted every day. And, and so, um, so educating people, uh, I really want people to understand and appreciate the craft behind coffee and how all those different drying processes, the roast methods, yeah. all of that can So like you roast product. it for how long? So a general roast uh, in my roaster specifically, which is a small batch roaster, takes about 12 minutes. Okay, and, uh, but you could do eight and 10 or 15 and you've like found that. Yeah. So you actually kind of create minutes. a recipe when you, yeah. when you have a bean, um, not this every is the uniqueness of your, yeah. So not every roaster is going to do it the same. And there's right. a lot of trial and error in the beginning and it was a lot of fun. And, um, I, I will say my first roast wasn't, uh, supreme, but I actually, when I made it, it wasn't bad. So I was like, Hey, maybe I'm, you know, pretty maybe good at this after yeah. all. Yeah. Maybe I got something here. Um, so yeah, so it takes about 12 minutes. You watch the temperature, um, you kind of watch how it rises. You have what's called a roast curve. So that's how fast the beans heat up. You want to roast them, not bake them. So right. if you elongate your roast too much, you'll bake the beans instead of roasting them and it'll make for a bad cup. So there's a very specific method to it. It is kind of a trade mm -hmm. I would consider. Yeah. So it's, I spent hours reading books, watching videos before Practicing. I, yeah, before I even put my first beans down in the roasters. Karen's had lots of bad cups of coffee and she's like, here's the, well, she's more of a tea drinker, but she's, she's had a few. She yeah. likes it when I make coffee for her. Yeah. So. That's cool. That's cool. Okay. So I jumped in, sorry, I'm talking about the process because, because I love to learn about how things work and are made, but yeah, we're, so you're roasting the coffee and then outpost is going somewhere and I jumped in and yeah. So, so we're, uh, we aim to potentially open a coffee shop in the area. Um, we are obviously praying in, uh, through that process, mm. we're praying for, you know, of course it takes capital to do mm. that. And I want the business not to outgrow, um, my own capabilities. So I'm just praying for steadiness and steady growth and mm -hmm. steadiness in me because I am the only person doing it. Mm -hmm. Karen does help out with a lot of the back end stuff, the design stuff, things of that nature, business cards, all that. Um, and so we, uh, we're, we're aiming to open a coffee shop, but for right now, I'm pretty content. Um, I think the retail stand is a good option yeah. uh, that we did last Saturday over at Keller Williams. Thank you. For um, out there. yeah. So we, uh, thank you guys for partnering with us and allowing us just to hang out over there on yeah. Saturday. Anytime um, you want. I am, you know, I, New York hot dog stands, you know, they hang out in 15 degree weather. So if I've got to be out there in 15 degree weather, selling bags of coffee and letting people come by and buy a cup, I'll do that. So you, not only do you, um. Like, I guess, fulfill orders there because you can order online and yep. then pick it up on Saturday That's or correct. you can yep. order. Yeah. Every, it'll be a couple Saturdays a month because I do have a family and Saturdays is kind of our day to spend time yeah. together. But uh, every I'm, other Saturday. I'm grinding the yeah. grind. I mean, I'm putting my nose to the grindstone as often as I can. So <laughs> no pun intended. So, uh, yeah, buy a couple bags and get you through to the next Saturday. And then mm -hmm. um, and then you can order online too. Or? Yeah. Yeah. So we uh, have a fully functional e-commerce site, uh, outpostroastersjc.com. You can go on there, you go to the coffee tab. It'll walk you through how to choose what coffee you want. Uh, it'll, um, at the checkout process, you can choose what brew method you're using. So I wanted it to be personalized. So if you're doing, using a French press, you click French press when the order comes through on the back end. It tells me that I need to do a really coarse grind because you're going to be using it in a French press. Uh, if you're using a drip maker, filter, you can yeah. do a medium grind. Uh, if you're using it for espresso, you can, I'll do a fine grind on it. So there's all kinds of uh, options there, uh, but it's pretty easy. You just choose your modifier, you add it in the cart, you check out and we'll take, we take all forms of payment at this point uh, as, as far as Square will let us go. So 
yeah, you buy on there and then we're trying to fulfill orders. We needed a physical spot where people could come and see us because I didn't want random strangers dropping by the house to pick yep. up coffee. Yeah. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. But I like random strangers coming by our place because that's how I sell them houses. So. <laughs> it's a win-win. <laughs> yeah, I just got on your website. It's great. Purveyors of great memories and fine coffee. I love yeah. it. I love it. And I know this front yard area right here, too. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. So what, um, I guess, yeah, I'm thinking about the coffee shop and the future and how that's going to play out because we may be listening to somebody who wants to come to town and maybe even help help out with that. So you said earlier, I don't know if this is, yeah, that you want it to be a destination spot. What is your dream really there? Yeah, so the 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 kind of the motif of the business is it's kind of Western expansion, Oregon Trail kind of themed. And so we've got all kinds of fun t-shirts planned when we oh, get to that point. Cool. Yeah. We've got some mugs designed. We haven't bought any of that stuff yet, but uh, essentially when we get to the coffee shop part, I want it to feel kind of like grandpa's cabin meets Western uh, general store. Mm-hmm. And so um, my idea is that if God gives us success in this business, then I want to use that success to help others be successful. And so mm-hmm. um, we won't, we'll be just a coffee shop kind of general store. Oh, I like it. Yeah. But we want a big floor plan where it's spaced out. We want something where it's comfortable it's kind of woodsy and warm toned and um, and in some green space where people can hang out. Mm-hmm. And so we, we want it to kind of be a destination coffee shop where you come and like date night, you mm-hmm. know, like people, people show up and they're like, we want to go sit there because that's a cool place. And so another aspect of that is we want it to be a cooperative. So if you come there and you get a cup of coffee, it's our coffee. But if you want a cheesecake or a Danish, it's something made by a local cottage kitchen. Yeah. That's and cool. so we're we're promoting others' business through our business to help their business grow too. And so kind of like um, our whole area, people helping people. Yeah, we're really passionate about that. And I'm really passionate about putting Starbucks and Dunkin' out of business. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I don't mean that in an evil sense. No. I mean that in a sense of like I really want to see the money spent in our community stay in our mm-hmm. community yeah, and help agreed. our community grow. Yeah. And uh, so if I can build a business where that happens, I'd really like to see that. Yeah. Well, um, and I'm looking on your website, you've got a bunch of different flavors of coffee you want to talk about those for our listeners in case they're um, thinking about it yeah so i'd love to go through those so we've got um keep in mind a little western motif here so we will have character profiles on these coffees soon to kind of explain why we named them the way we did and all the links are going to be on the show notes so if you click down below you can go to their website we talked about range boss earlier uh then we have our six shooter which is another colombian roast uh from a region called cundinamarca uh this is a great cup of coffee uh it's got a lot of good uh tasting notes to it we've got the vaquero which is a uh a latino cowboy nice uh, that is a single origin guatemalan from uh Weiwei tenango then we have Chuckwagon sunrise which is uh from the san marcos region in central america then we have the Tenderfoot. Now, I named it Tenderfoot uh, because Tenderfoot is usually a term used in the West for a beginner cowboy or a young cowboy. And so that is what our decaf is called. <laughs> but I want to talk just a real quick about our decaf. Um, most decaf is chemically decaffeinated, which is why a lot of people hate oh, decaf. Bad. And um, and decaf actually isn't you know 100% no caffeine. It usually has 5 to 10, maybe even 15%. Um, but our decaf comes from Ethiopia, and they use what's called a Swiss water method decaf. 
So for those of you that don't know, the longer you roast a coffee bean, the more caffeine dissipates out of the bean. So your darker roast coffee will actually have less caffeine in I it. I learned that the other day. Yeah. It blew my mind. You think darker, more yeah. caffeine, but no. Yeah. So um, so with the Swiss water decaf method, what they do is they uh, soak the beans in water or they do a washing process and it removes a lot of the caffeine from it. And the reason I personally really like this decaf, because it's got tasting notes of stewed peach, baked pear, kind of baked bread, pumpernickel mm. type tasting oh, wow. notes. It's a very good cup of coffee. It's bold for, or not kind of bold. It's just a full body for a decaf. I don't really like using the word bold because it's it kind of arbitrary. Yeah. yeah, but um, but anyways, uh, it's a great decaf. It's naturally decaffeinated, so you don't get that chemical taste. And that yeah. chemical they use to decaf coffee is not good for you either. No, they're different um, chemicals. So this is a very yeah. good uh, coffee. Um, and then we have our dark roast, which is the Cowman's Choice. So for those of you that don't know, actually being called a cowboy in the West was actually an insult because cowboys were what they called cattle rustlers or horse thieves. Oh. And so if you worked on a ranch, you were called a cowman, not a cowboy. Ah. So this is our dark roast. Uh, it is it. a very good cup. Uh, we actually, I sold a couple of bags of this the other day. People are really starting to like this. It's from the uh, Kenyaga uh, region of um, Rwanda. And so it's a Western province. And uh, it's a it's about eighteen hundred and seventy meters above sea level. Really good cup of coffee. Oh, wow. I really like this roast a lot. Um, I'm not a generally a medium roast guy, but the dark this one is a very good. It's it's one of my favorites too. So I do like all of them, but there there are some that I'm more partial to. Yeah, that's awesome. We do have uh, also uh, I developed a, a three ounce bag. Okay, uh, that like is a sampler. Made, yep. So you can use them as samplers. They're perfect for camping. They're perfect for um, Actually, if you want to just make a 12-cup pot of coffee, it's pre-measured for a 12-cup pot. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so this product is really going to be marketed heavily towards businesses, churches, things of that nature, people that buy it in bulk, and then they just want to open the bag, pour it in, hit the start button. Talk about pricing a little bit, too, while you're on it, because yeah. I know it's not. It looked reasonable. Yeah. So all of our prices listed on our website include tax. Um, I'm big on that because I really like it personally when I go somewhere and I can hand somebody a 10 and a five and that's it and walk away. There you go. I don't have to worry about change or nothing like that. Um, but I also feel like it's a little less of a turnoff. You know, it's like, oh, wait, $15 for a bag and then I got to pay another mm, dollar for change. Yeah, for change. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So, so it's really sixteen fifty. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So um, some people, you know, people that buy like Sam's Choice or something like that or an off-brand mm -hmm. coffee, they're going to pay, you know, five or six dollars. But when coffee, when it comes to coffee, you get what you pay for. Yeah, for sure. Um, and our bags are $15 for a 12-ounce bag. And a 12-ounce bag will make an estimated 32 to 36 cups of coffee. So you're sitting right around 15 cent, 50 cents a, a cup. Yeah. Still cheaper than where you're going to buy it. Oh, man, elsewhere. you can't yeah. buy it from that. Yeah. yeah. And if you're using a re reusable mug every morning, hey, you're saving a lot of money there. And, and, a lot of and Americans yeah. spend a lot of money on coffee. Yeah, we do. Um, the uh, the smaller packets, so even if you bought those, you're paying $3.50 for a 12-cup pot of coffee. So you're still setting real good. You're setting really um, and, good. And the pricing part was the hard part because I didn't want to price it too low and put us out of business. I didn't want to price too prices too high and put us out of business. So right. There's that entrepreneurial yeah. like edge there. You gotta kinda be on. Then we gotta cover our costs too For on sure. the back end. So Yeah. Are you seeing uh, coffee prices go up with inflation and all that stuff? Uh, I, it hasn't hit just yet, but I will say this almost all of the big uh uh, container ships that come in and bring the coffee in, 
Uh, they run on diesel. So with diesel prices, with diesel getting uh, where they're not uh, producing oil right now at a high capacity, diesel's getting used up quite a bit with the trucks and yep. the ships. So it hasn't hit us yet. I'm but hoping it could it, be coming. It could be coming. I'm hoping it doesn't. Um, if it does, we might, you know, rethink some things and maybe try to make it a little easier for the consumer. Um, of course, we'll try to do what we can just stay in business because there is that part of the business, too. Um, I can't give it away. Um, but uh, but no, it hasn't hit us yet. Thank thank the Lord. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're doing pretty good. The only thing it really might hurt, though, is production for next year. Next year's crop. Yeah. So. Yeah. It is. You just never know what's going to happen. No, no, it's, it's a mystery. Kind of, it's all a mystery, and so it's it's fun to just kind of see every day is new, and we'll we'll just keep trusting the Lord that He's going to take good care of us. Um, how best can I mean? Obviously, outpostroastersjc.com is a good mm-hmm. way to connect with you. Any how else should our listeners connect with you? Well, uh, just because I'm managing this all on my own, I decided not to do a Facebook. I don't feel like Facebook's a heavy trafficked social media site anymore. Okay. Um, when I went through co-starters at the uh, Chamber of Commerce, uh, most of the business uh, success I heard from folks there was on Instagram. Yeah. So we do have an Instagram. I feel like Instagram's more personal because I can do live videos there. People can just kind of get little snippets because everybody's in a hurry these days. Life mm-hmm. is busy. And so... Um, our handle on there is at Outpost Roasters JC. You can find us on there. I do videos um, as often as I can uh, in between being a dad and a father or a, a husband and a, a day job. And yeah, you got the, the day job things. you got rolling. I don't know how yeah. you get it all done. So, really. um, well, I don't know either. I wake up one day, I'm like, where am I at? <laughs> where am I at? <laughs> how did I get here? What's going on? Yeah. I need some coffee. You um, should just get a roaster going in your truck in yeah, the back on the way to yeah, just roast all day long. Roast all the time. Um, so they can find us on Instagram, our website. The business number is 423-430-9630. Yeah. It's a great way to reach me. You can text that number too. Okay. Um, but uh, you can also email us at outpostroastersjc at gmail.com. Uh, so there's some great ways to get a hold of us uh, for now. Um, that's probably uh, Yeah, because I think mouth. you just kind of helped our listeners dabble, you know, put, put their finger in just the the – you know, the pool that goes super deep on coffee and how you handle it and roast it. And I mean, you seem to, I don't, yeah, you seem to have just a depth of knowledge on the coffee that's just beyond my comprehension. And, and you're also like a gun aficionado. Like you're one of those guys that knows everything. I'm a a lot. I'm a walking stereotype for masculinity. (laughs) That is, that is for sure. He does have a great beard. If you, (laughs) he's got it all going on. I love John Wayne, you know, good, good whiskey. Like some, yeah. So, um, but I do like to cry and watch romantic comedy. And you know, I, I'm right there with you. Yeah. yeah. Um, one one other thing I'd like to say just about our bags. Yeah. Is we wanted that general store feel, mm-hmm. and so what we did is we, I took all of our variable costs that it would be potential variable costs and tried to make them fixed costs. And one of those things, a lot of coffee companies print their bags. They yeah. have their bags printed or they have labels. Right. And I was like, well, that sounds kind of unsafe with all the logistical nightmares people are facing right now. So we had a rubber stamp made. Yeah. So all of our bags are hand stamped and oh, then wow. all the information is handwritten on the bag. That's so the roast awesome. date, the pa- the tasting notes, the origin, all that stuff is handwritten on the bag. So it's a little bit more of a personal touch. Is that your handwriting it. or is that Karen's? Um, it's pretty I fancy. do. Uh, so part of it is my handwriting and okay. a part of it is Karen's. You've I do have pretty reasonable handwriting. handwriting. Yeah. So it's pretty legible. Yeah. That's way better than mine. Um, okay. Last question. What gets you fired up, Gary? What gets me fired up? Is Besides community a cup of coffee. Community, community support seeing businesses uh, 
get successful. I mean, you know, Blues Brews is opening their own uh, physical store. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I just think that's, I remember stopping at the Airstream and Boone's Creek when they were there. And I just remember, I mean, and then, and great customer service. And now they're doing that. And they wouldn't be able to do that without the help of people that live in Johnson City purchasing their coffee, Mm -hmm. supporting them. And now they don't roast their own stuff, though. No, I I forget who they, who they purchase their beans from. Maybe Outpost Roasters. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) But we'll see. Uh, But that's really what gets me is seeing people come together, seeing, uh, you know, kind of success of people, people flourishing, people uh, kind of meeting new people. That's what I, again, that's what I love about coffee is it brings folks together. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a coffee for everybody. Oh, man. For sure. So, and we talked to just about a few of the beans that I import. So, and there's, uh, there's a thousand more I could Isn't it crazy? And it's interesting how you chose those. And I'm sure our listeners can find out more about it on the website. But yeah, out of a thousand, you pick these seven or eight. Yeah. And I'm testing others uh, to add new products later. But for now, we'll, we'll stick with these. That's awesome. Okay. Anything I forgot to ask you that you'd wish you, you want to share? I don't think so. Okay. You, you've kind of nailed it all. Well, you've done a great job. Again, so we, just a we, great, uh, great guest. And um, I love I love meeting um, – well, I know you, but I love our listeners to be able to uh, meet new people. And I think that's where our city just thrives is like we've mm-hmm. got a synergy here that wants to help each other and love each other. And you want – I mean, I want your business to flourish and you want mine. And it's just this – we, we don't have this like scarcity mentality around here. It's like mm-hmm. we've got, we want everybody to do well and, and really grow. And so um, I, I'm praying that your your business takes off and grows and um, that you'll be knee deep in coffee around your house pretty soon. You have to have like a warehouse <laughs> stored in. That'd be awesome. It so. smells like fresh roasted of coffee at our house all the time. You probably drive, I probably should open the windows when I drive yeah. by and just like, oh. Well, we do have weird. a few product coffee uh, products coming out soon. Some uh, beard oils and coffee scrubs and stuff we're, we're working on now on the back end. So we should be launching those maybe in December. So keep an eye out on the website. That's for cool. Yeah. Yeah. I want to use the beard oil, but yeah. <laughs> you can use it in your hair. I can use, yeah, you can. Like that's right. That's right. I'll use the coffee scrub. I need, I need to smell better for sure. So, well, thank you for coming on the podcast. I enjoyed our conversation. I know our listeners have too. And thank you guys for joining our conversation. Connect with Gary on um, Instagram or go to the website and get some coffee because it was delicious. Um, I feel like a range boss after drinking that. So till next time, I'm Colin Johnson with the Colin and Carly Group and Keller Williams Realty. If you want to make a move to Johnson City, if you want us to manage your property or help you invest in um, real estate here in town, we'd love to help you with that. And I would love to sit down with you over a cup of coffee and talk about your plans and how we can help. Thanks so much. Have a great day and take care.